We pick up the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 42. The brothers have had their first encounter with the prince of Egypt and now return to their home in Canaan. At the end of the first day, they open their grain sacks to feed their animals and find their money. It has been returned to them. It would appear that Joseph is determined not to take money from his family, but to bless them. But they ask, what has God done to us? And so many times we say, what has God done to me? When we should be saying, what has God done for me? They finally get home and report to Jacob. They tell Jacob of their conversation with the man. The man was mean to us. He accused us of being spies. We told him we all had the same father, that there was a younger brother and another brother who is no more. Then we told the man what good guys we are. The man already knew what great guys they were. Never in their wildest dreams would they have guessed that the man is actually Joseph. And again, they assume Joseph is dead. Then they explain why Simeon isn't with them. The man demanded a hostage. And the hardest news of all, when they return, they have to bring their youngest brother with them or they get no food. Joseph knew the famine would outlast the brother's food supply. Jacob really goes off. He says, first of all, you guys are taking away my kids. Joseph is no more. Does Jacob secretly believe that the brothers were responsible for Joseph's demise? And now you have taken Simeon away from me. Well, you can't have Benjamin. If I lost him, it would kill me. That's where I draw the line. He literally says, everything is against me. Jacob does not appear to take any responsibility for his misfortunes. That is one of the most destructive postures you can ever take in life, to blame everything and everyone else for your problems. But that's what Jacob does. Finally, finally, one of the brothers steps up. Reuben offers his own two sons as collateral for Benjamin's safety. No matter, Jacob didn't trust any of them. What a tragic moment it is when a father cannot trust his children. As Joseph had assumed, Jacob's family runs out of food. And Jacob, as though he has completely forgotten his previous conversation, tells the brothers to go to Egypt and get a little food. This time it is Judah who reminds his father. The man said, don't come back without your younger brother. Jacob relents. Apparently, hunger powerfully affects a man's principles. God often uses our finances or our health to maneuver us into his will. And maybe in this moment you are struggling financially or with your health. God is using that to move you in the direction he wants you to go. This time it's Judah who steps up. He tells Jacob that he assumes responsibility for Benjamin. He also tells him it's a matter of life and death. If we don't go to Egypt and get food, we're going to die. He was willing to kill one brother. Now he is willing to trade his own life for the other one. And that's a pretty good sign of repentance. Jacob sends them with gifts and extra money, hoping it will be enough to placate the man. When Esther had decided to stand before the king of Persia and risk her life, she said, If I perish, I perish. Jacob says much the same thing. Go to Egypt and get food. If I lose my children, 
I lose my children. Now the brothers head back for one of the most dramatic moments in the Bible or anyone else in literature. And we pick that up in our next video.